Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing far along the ride. Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM, KSLU. This is the Experience Points Radio Show. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. We're going to hold thing up with The World is Saved by Danny Weissner. Weissner? Weissner, probably. It's a Danny Weissner. It's probably German. The World is Saved. Um, this is the Experience Points Radio Show. We drop nerd and geek knowledge on you every Wednesday night, every week from 9 to 10. Uh-huh. Thank you for hanging out with it. Don't you? Yes. Oh, I thought you are just like, yep, we do. Yes. <laughs> yes, affirmative. I, I don't have anything to contribute other than agreement. <laughs> and thank you for hanging out with us now every Mondays from 7 to 9 on our stream That's on it. Experience Points on KSLU on Twitch. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of, uh, we've been playing Resident Evil 2. Yes. Uh, and we've been successful two out of the three attempts yes. <laughs> to do uh, that. We had a little bit of a, last week we were supposed Actual to have a technical stream. difficulties. It was I, great. Yeah, like nothing, like nothing we could do about it. We, our first stream was late. Our <laughs> second did, stream our first, didn't our, happen. Our first stream we're like, how do we connect? These cables, where? Yeah. What do we do? Why is it not working? It was my fault. Well, well, we still got it up and running in like twenty minutes. Yeah, I haven't it. heard that in a relationship before. <laughs> so, but the second stream, Matt's we were ready. Three we things were, this we, episode. We, we were look. It's we're all getting. Little, we're all leveling up tonight. <laughs> Dustin's eyes go. Oh no! Relationship status. Like, dude, you know, what the hell is that? Um, but no, I mean, the know. second stream, we we started it in two or three minutes. We were ready to go. Oh uh, yeah, we had everything harder wise. The power dropped hard. Yeah, like. In in Hammond, the power just dropped out. So there, yeah, there was we, nothing we could we do. We appreciate you. Uh, I'm holding my ribs because I, right? I cracked my rib. Oh, dude, and, that uh, sucks. And I've so had like, that. I get really excited and I like inhale a bunch, and it's just like, and it no, just hurts not today. And tension. Yeah, so I got a rib uh, thing. If you want, I got a rib brace. Can I have one of yours? Um, one of my ribs. One of your ribs. Yeah. N- n- no. If Eve. you believe, if you believe some Bible <laughs> verse. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, but you know, so the third stream went off without a hitch. Yes, and, a right uh, on time. We had a really good time. And the first stream is actually on YouTube now, um, which is funny. I want to talk about that in the next segment, though, yes. because there's some funny thing that's happened. Uh, I, again, like the thing that I'm not. Uh, I'll just talk about it later. YouTube, yeah. Uh, it, real quick, YouTube is not kind to those who are new to the uploading thing, like I am. Oh no, because no, I'm. Hold confused. on, let's do that. Let's do that next segment. This is. GWK Culture is Dead by Kirby Crackle. Outbreak by Saver Pulse. Uh, we'll catch you after the break. This is the Experience Points Radio Show on Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. Welcome back to Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM KSL. You still the Experience Points Radio Show? I'm still MG. I'm Dustin. You just heard Outbreak by Saber Pulse before that. G Bully K Culture is Dead by Kirby Crackle. We uh, we didn't mention it, but expoints.com is our website. We have all of our stuff up there. Check mm-hmm. it out, and you could uh, you can subscribe and follow and do all this stuff. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the stream that you and I both started uh, three weeks ago-ish, and yeah, how right. the, the second stream didn't really go off very well. The third stream went well, and, and we actually have on our YouTube channel, expoints.com slash YouTube, 
YouTube, you could find uh, you could find our first stream there, Resident Evil yeah, Part uh, One. Part One, and we effectively get to under the statue in the police station. Um, and I watched it, and it's just great. We're comedy gold. I don't know how we are not in New York doing stand up oh all the time. Um, <laughs> but that's beside the point. The point that we were going to talk about was your frustration with YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'm new to uploading things. I've never really uploaded a whole lot to YouTube, mm-hmm. and while I'm trying to do it, it is asking me things I haven't a clue like first when I get to my videos I'm like okay I want to upload it where where's the button for that and I have to go to the top and everything that's not a break there's like a plus button right and it's yeah. and it's also very bizarre to me where I work with the funny thing is I work with Premiere and I work with professional software editing mm-hmm. video editing tools video editing tool tells me the bit rate of my audio the resolution and format of my Video. Of your video, yeah. What format it's in, MP4 or whatever the other ones are, a real-time quick movie or whatever, whatever format it's in, and gives me all those details and information. That way, before I say, yes, I'm done, I can make sure it's in the correct format and everything like that. Putting it on YouTube, YouTube feels the need to not tell you any of that. No. It literally is called Stats for Nerds. Right. That's that's the, whenever you right-click on a video and you want to see that information, it's called Stats for Nerds. Right. Um, and, which isn't demeaning at all, Google. Yeah, and not to be whatever. Not at all. It, great. Uh, uh, super duper. Uh, analytics are there. Great. I need to make sure this video is correct. I need to make sure the right. format's correct. I need to make sure a ton of other things before, before I give a hot darn about analytics. I haven't even uploaded the darn thing yet. <laughs> well, the... Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. It just And last thing about it, because I don't want to talk about this the whole show. They have an editing thing in YouTube. Hot garbage. Make sure it's edited before you put it on there. Well, the, the point, so, and we were talking about it during the songs, the point of the editing tool is I need to put in something, a header and a footer uh, for my for my video. So you have like three videos. And I used to do that, actually. After mm-hmm. after a while, I used to take and, and put in, uh, like I'd have the like and subscribe video. Mm-hmm. And that would be at the end of every video. And for a while I was editing that in Vegas and then I decided you know if I just did this in YouTube if I put the raw video up there mm-hmm. and just linked to a video at the end then I could just do that and it worked okay but I was doing a very simple edit I wasn't trying to do anything crazy I wasn't trying to fade in fade out right. add music anything like that I don't think that I don't think we're the target audience for the uh, classic studio or the, 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 the studio editor it would have to be somebody who like your knowledge of almost zero yeah if you're gonna try to do something well, it's, like it's that you have a phone and you yeah. can probably just do this editing on your phone yes on the youtube editor on your phone movie, even movie maker on windows would be a better option oh no no, no. i mean point. i mean it's designed i think it's designed for people who primarily use their iphones oh okay. and it's just it's a it's an it's the barrier for entry is now on sense. the floor now that makes sense um, because the bottom scroll bar I couldn't even click it with my mouse to move my yeah it's it's it's, ridiculous. it's not designed to be a professional editor and and i think you know you got premiere use premiere you got yeah. vegas use vegas um the thing that i wanted to talk about about the first video upload was uh, something that I got hit with a lot in the early days of the Experience Points YouTube channel because I did a lot of stuff on my yeah, own it sent channel. Me some, yeah, on on whenever. Um, so the, for the first, I don't know, six years or so, the or three years maybe, maybe I said six, but uh, six seasons. I ran all the Experience Points videos off my personal uh, my personal YouTube right. uh, channel. And I, eventually I'm like, nah, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. Let's go ahead and make it its own thing. So that's why like, I've got 180 subscribers, and the Experience Points channel doesn't have that many. Right. Because we don't really advertise it. We haven't been doing videos for almost two years now. Um, but something that I got hit with constantly, and I'm 
we're getting, we got hit with it again almost immediately, are copyright strikes. We got hit with a copyright strike for this Resident Evil 2 stream. Now, I checked Capcom, and they are totally cool with us streaming it. Right. The studio, it's a Studio 7 underscore, or I'm sorry, Studio 71 underscore 2. Or Studio 7 underscore 1 underscore 2. It's, they seem legit. It's literally just a YouTube, um, a YouTube company, like a company that specifically was after YouTube videos, copyrights them, and gains money off of like the video, the monetization of the video. Not that we're making money off this video, really. Right. Um, gains money off the monetization of the video in the meantime while... YouTube is either allowing the content creators to dispute it, or maybe the content creators have so much content they don't see it, and they just skim money. It's really crazy. There's a ton of big YouTubers that get hit by this tiny little, you know, this this security company or whatever out there. Uh, it's insane that this is still... Um, I don't know. It's still a thing. Wow. It's still a, a thing. Like, years later, the first thing we do whenever we upload a video is, hey, there's a content strike. You got to wait several days before you can even say it's not you. And it won't be you, and you'll get your content back. But, like, n- even... But it's still an issue. Like, we still have to wait. So... In case anyone out there, an aspiring content creator, was looking wow, forward to incredible. streaming or doing something, they literally think that it, the comments tell you nothing about it, like the, the copyright claim um, details. It literally says, like, a, uh, FMH. That's it. And then it says it's the, the part of the very beginning where it's the trucker, and he's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What yeah. I, he hits the girl. Spoilers. Uh, there's zombies in Resident Evil 2. Anyway, he hits the girl. That's what they say that they own. And they don't own it at all. That's all Capcom. And Capcom's totally fine. It's not associated with Capcom at all. It's literally anyone out there can say, this is my content. I want to not block it, but I want to take the money in the meantime until we, we work this out. YouTube allows it. YouTube is the worst possible company in the world to do business with if you expect them to try to keep you involved in this process. It is absolutely mind-boggling that they are... They must not have done this for so long, and then they implemented it, and they're like, well, it's too big. We can't get off of it. That has to be it. It's wow. just insane. This is why we Twitch. This is why we Twitch. Uh, Vimeo. You know, there's a lot of other competing platforms that are nowhere near the size of YouTube Yeah, but that seem really like a good idea in the middle of the frustration. Uh-huh. But YouTube is just—I mean—it's got the foothold, and it's gonna—it's gonna be around. It's not. This isn't gonna take them Look, down. I'm anything. gonna keep putting stuff on the on YouTube. Well, I almost we, did it we, again, son. I, on the I, I before I the keep, break before I we started the show, I almost said the YouTube. I said the YouTube. <laughs> you almost said it just now. Yeah, but I'm gonna pe- keep putting son of a. I'm gonna keep putting stuff on YouTube. For our fans, so yeah, they can get easy. caught up, and it's they easy. can. It's it's not a hard thing to do once I edit it ahead of time. Yeah. The so I'm not a fan, and now that I'm a content creator on YouTube, which is a pretentious thing to say, but that's what we are at a point. We make content, everyone. We made content, and we put it on YouTube. Wow, an exclusive club indeed. But I want it to at least be decent, <laughs> and. I want it to be... I don't know. We're still part of this content. I know, but I want it to be decent, and I want it to be, uh, you know, accessible to fans. As long as the fans are getting access to it, I don't really care about the monetization right now. If we start getting towards a couple of thousand people watching these things, then I'm going to probably it, give more it, of a it, yeah, an I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to care a little a tad bit more. And if somebody goes to content create me, well, not to be whatever, it, 
if you say this is yours and then it's not yours, you're kind of lying. And I oh, think I think that's, that's a, the I, oh dear oh dear boy. Uh, yeah, I oh, believe dear boy. that's a crime. That uh, yeah. So the and that's the thing. Um, there was a uh, John or Hank Green. I can't remember which one. I think it was Hank Green. Um, or no, it was John Green. Uh, the the Vlog Brothers. Uh, they had a video fairly recently that said it's 2019 and we have destroyed copyright law. And mm-hmm. it was interesting because whenever you violate copyright in mm-hmm. uh, in like a professional sense, like you try to sell uh, the likeness of Mickey Mouse, haha, we're coming up on that that number yeah, is yeah. coming up. But like you want to sell the likeness of Mickey Mouse, well, Disney can say no, that's our copyright, that's our property, right? And, and they can prove it, and they can prove it, and they can say we're going to stop you from selling that co- that stuff, and we're going to seize all your assets, and we're going to take all the money that you made. Now, if you do this with say a video where you see a video online and you upload the video to YouTube under your own account and people start watching it and people start seeing not your stuff. Uh, if a lot of people start seeing it and you start making money off of it, the content creator almost never tries to stop you from that, from doing that. Mm-hmm. In fact, they love it. People like this are the whole it's point. It's free of video. advertisement. It's free advertisement, and with a copyright claim, they can they can strike your not strike your account, but they can put a, a claim on that content, and they can get the money from your revenue stream too. And that's that's not how it's supposed to work, right? Well, and the like the, that's not a law. That's not a legal thing. You're not legally saying that's my content and everything. The, You're saying the, via a push button, that's my stuff. The, the the thing of the thing of them that's preventing them to do that is it's kind of tricky. And when you when a, a communication degree, we talk about this a lot. Something called a fair use doctrine, right? That's the kind of the shield that most of these YouTubers have is that because they're doing something different with the game or they're recording it on their own thing, they own that game. They're not trying to resell a game. And that what they're doing with that game has a transformative value now, whether it be instructional or demonstrative. That is the transformative value that you're using with the fair use. Here's the problem with that. The problem is what you're thinking right now is that that's still our game. It's still our property that we develop. No, 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 not so much that. What I'm thinking of, that's because that's a we are, we are persuading you and we're using something to help persuade you or we're right. informing you and we're using something to help you per- inform you. Right. That's fine and that's fair use and I get that. I'm literally talking about someone taking a video that they see online on someone's channel, downloading it, uploading oh, the goodness. unaltered video to their channel and keeping it as if it's theirs, providing like there are these uh now d- uh, that could be, that's in violation. Right well, it is, but those videos rarely get taken down. Instead, mm. they get monetized and claimed by the originating company or a lawyer or a system for the originating company. And that spits in the eye of copyright law. Right. Because that, the law says, no, you take it down and you give me the money that you made and you get sued. And it has no it. transformative value if you're just copying and pasting. Right. You right. can't do that. That right. you can't do. Right. And that's against copyright. Now, However, on YouTube, how many times have you seen the exact oh, yeah. same video with no transformation at all? Uploaded on YouTube. They're not all the originators of that content. So it's interesting because in 2019, it's so blatant that we pirate things on on YouTube. And we do it in the face of law, in the face of whatever, you know, government or whatever system's going to stop you. We still do it. And And no one ever, there's never been someone that goes to court over stealing someone's song on YouTube. Well, our legal, I've said it a thousand times, our legal system is not equipped to handle the internet. 
No, it's there is like, well, and neither is YouTube. Imagine it, it, if because right. there was this thing where it's like you know you can't sue YouTube for what their users are doing on the platform. The platform is just the platform. Right. It's the users that are choosing to do this or do that or whatever. And I don't know. It was a really great video. If I think it, that was a, the court case for that establishment was I think YouTube v Viacom. I cannot remember. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they're not the only ones. That's the right. same. That's the same reason like BitTorrent trackers don't get sued uh, to hell and back because uh, right. they literally just provide the service of connecting people to people. What they sh- choose to connect, right? What is they choose, they, they're not choosing to or not. That's to why connect. Napster got taken down is because of they did the opposite, which is they were providing right, and that's the that's the difference. You know, it, it's it's. It, with users, uh, when users are doing something, it's on the users, and right. whenever the platform is doing something, that's on the platform. But right. it was a really good video. I'll I'll, uh, I'll try to put it on uh, maybe on the Facebook and on um, right. on the show notes. So, so uh, real quick, what I wanted to talk about was a question that I saw, and I, I wish I knew the guy's username because he deserves full credit for a very good question he asked. I was on Imager browsing around, and they were talking about EA stocks. Right, EA stocks have just had a really bad plummet. Yes, they, they were like it's like a if you look at the probably graph, in the last two weeks, right? Yeah, their their third quarter came out, and they're probably going to have another even worse fourth quarter. Yeah. Numbers are starting to come out. Battlefield Five because their attitude about Battlefield Five and their Ant- reputation yeah. and Anthem's servers La- are not La- being great. La- lackluster demo for Anthem. Lackluster demo for Anthem. Um, someone asked a very interesting question, and I didn't know how to answer it. And I've been thinking about it a lot. Somebody posted, a lot of people were commenting, yay, good, good, good. Somebody posted a very good question, which was, do we want them to improve or do we want them to fail? See. Now, that's a tough question. Let's, uh, let's See, ponder, yeah. let's, let's listen to two songs, ponder that, and get back. Yeah, listen to these while you do it. Think about it. Sevcon uh, by Big Giant Circles and Prey Song, Replica by Miracle of Sound. We'll catch you after the break. I'm MG. I'm Dustin. Uh, this is a very introspective look. On I know. The, it got the, you thinking. Those the wheels Experience turning. Points radio show on Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. Southeastern Zone, 90.9 FM KSLU. This is still the Experience Points Radio Show. I'm still MG. I'm Dustin. That was Miracle uh, of Sound with Replica. Before that, Sevcon by Big Giant Circles. Uh, we asked a very deep question mm-hmm. of, given all of EA's past transgressions, and most recently their stock price is plummeting. Now, I say plummeting, but falling, it, decreasing. Plummet. Well, Compared to where they were at, yeah, it was g- bad. Given their handling of Mass Effect Andromeda, Given their handling of Dragon Age, given yes. their handling of Star Wars, uh, of Star Wars, oh god, I forgot about that one. Given their recent handling and failure of Battlefield Five, and of uh, the the recent Anthem, and Anthem is not even out yet. Anthem yeah. comes out later and a lot of this people month. were unhappy of how the poorly the servers did, right? For the and VIP, it's, and it's coming out Anthem. in less than a month. It's from, coming out like in a almost is it the 14th? a week. Is it on Valentine's Day? I think it's something. Hey, like baby, that. I love you. Here's a game I'll never see you again. Bye. Right. Um. So. But this, I mean, the demo was uh, uh, two weeks ago or a week and a half yeah. ago, and the servers didn't perform very well at all. The twenty second, yeah, of January 
Or is it coming of out this, th- of this month? Oh, okay. When did the when did the server test go live? Uh, the that was I think two weeks ago. Let me see here. Um, right, you know, it doesn't even matter. Right. It was it was less than a month or approximately a month before launch, and. It was an extremely lackluster experience. We didn't really cover it too much because neither one of us was part of the test. Right. But given all of that, uh, and, and and generally like the bad feelings towards EA, mm-hmm. uh, you said a user on Imager, on an Imager post that you were uh, browsing, yeah. um, asked the question of, do we want EA to fail or do we want EA to get better? And that's a that's a... That's a tough question because what, what would each one mean? Uh, if they fail as a company, what does that mean? That means that they go out of business, somebody buys them up. What does that mean? They Ho- shut hopefully doors? that would mean that the developers – because remember, EA is a publisher. Right. They finance operations, and as a result, they give people money to make games, and they have some direction in the games that are made. Right. For instance, uh, DICE – made mm-hmm. Mirror's Edge. Right. EA produced Mirror's Edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I, can't, I can't think of any of the other ones right now, but but they produce it. They give money. BioWare pro- are created and made Mass Effect and Mass Effect Andromeda and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, EA just gave them the money and arguably gave them all of the worst ideas and forced them to do the wrong things. Thus, Andromeda failed. But Dragon right. is the same thing. Bioware does it. Blade makes the game. EA finances the operation and sort of micromanages, unfortunately, sometimes mm-hmm. that thing. So I think Dice does Battlefield still, yes. and uh, and EA EA buys the pizza. Um, yeah. So essentially, it, if EA were to die. I imagine EA buys the tomatoes; they make the sauce. That's it. Um, they aren't the chef; they just go grocery shopping. Right. Uh, but you know, they have their grocery shopping, and they don't want this ingredient. They want a different ingredient. They've got the power to get the different thing. And yeah. uh, whoever's making the making the this is a weird analogy, but whoever's it's making dinner, working. Whoever, whoever's making dinner has to just work with what they get. Yeah. You know, and it might turn out well, it might turn out bad. Um, it's a good analogy. You know, the yeah, it works really well. Um, I'm sorry, I doubted you, but so so the question then becomes: If EA was to fail completely, mm-hmm. uh, it could be like a THQ thing where THQ died uh, and they sold off Darksiders and all of the right. uh, re, you know um, not Resident Evil but um, Red Faction. They, they sold off all of the THQ properties to all these other companies so that uh, other production companies could get them. Right. Um, it's not going to – it wouldn't be – I don't think it would be like a Telltale Games sort of situation where Telltale Games sort of was a they, – they had a publisher, but they were self-publishing as well. Yeah. It's different because they were a game studio. EA is not a game studio. Right. It's a, solely a publisher that owns a bunch of studios. Right. And it helps with licensing. I mean, like, for instance, if EA fails, uh, whoever is producing Madden may not be able to get that NFL or those NCAA, like, contracts, those, those, those college uh, you contracts. You spend enough money, you can get whatever you want from the NFL, games, refs, whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> I almost opened up with We Like Sports by Lonely Island. I think that'll be the next song. Yeah. Um, but but so that's how I feel about, about if EA was to fail, mm-hmm. we wouldn't, I don't think we'd lose Bioware. Clearly we wouldn't lose Bioware. What it will be is this. Here's how, here's the, here's the death process I see it. EA will start financially not doing well. Quarter four is not expected to be great either. Mm-hmm. They're going to start selling off pieces they don't need to recuperate cost. Okay. They'll probably start selling first the smaller studios. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what's left. I don't know. I'm going gonna, gonna to look They're up. not going to probably let the bigger ones like DICE or BioWare go yet. No, they're going to keep those. Yet. They're going to hold on to the really big ones. 
Um, and they're going to start selling all those dice, EA Sports, uh, Bioware. They're going to keep those, those three. The other ones, their other properties they're looking at, they're going to start selling that as well. Right. EA Access isn't doing great either. That's not doing great, but you, the FIFA loot boxes and everything like that is helping them with sustaining it. You know, I, I said something, and it's not exactly true. I said what? that EA is not a video game company. They do. They, I think they, they make some. They games. own a ton of video game companies, and there may be like there may they may produce video games as EA, but primarily mm-hmm. they are a production company. So right. those other companies would be like Bioware, Chilingo, Criterion, Dice, those yeah. Frostbite, Popcap. Okay, um, things like respawn, po- respawn, probably respawn. The Sims <laughs> studio. They're gonna hold on to the Sims, right? Sims does well. They're gonna hold on to the Sims. Respawn Entertainment might be one of those to go. Yeah, um, what did they do? They did uh, Titan E. They did. Or, no, Titanfall. I'm sorry, Call of Duty. Titan E. No, was, sorry, sorry, uh, Call of Duty. Uh, respawn did Titan uh, Titanfall, didn't they? Titanfall. Yeah. yeah, they did Titanfall. Titanfall two wasn't that great, so they could be looking at that. Um, as kind of a marker, they'll probably sell off a little bit of those those it, smaller companies that do don't. You know have a, what's strange? Yeah. Um, so Call of Duty was originally made by Infinity Ward. I just found this on the on the wiki, mm-hmm. and then later Call of Duty. Um, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's still made by that Infinity Ward. Uh, the people behind Call of Duty left mm-hmm. Jason West and Vince Zampel, and they founded uh, Respawn, which is now from yeah from uh, at EA. Uh, and they were for, they were for Titanfall and then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is to be announced. Yeah, uh, presumably Apex Legends is the thing that it just came out with. The, now, and the so. other thing there here's and here's the, the what's unexpected is what kicks a video game company into things. Telltale Games all of a sudden went belly up, right? Like that. I think with EA, it might be the same thing where all of a sudden they're belly up and they're in the red bad. Yeah, and they're going to sell a lot of studios they're, stuff. They're getting quickly. negative press because they're so big. Yeah. Uh, Telltale Games, it wasn't like you couldn't see it. They just wasn't being talked about because they weren't as big as EA. And well, EA is huge. And EA kind of stuck their noses at all this press, like, oh, it wasn't that important because they're making money. Well, now now you're not making money. Well, it's a slinky effect. You, it's a slinky right. effect. You, a, you, the, you, know, you ride the wave, and then you realize, wait, we're bottoming out all of a sudden, and we don't have enough... What is it called runway? We don't have enough runway to just burn all the capital that we made. Yeah, um, and still, you know, pay our people. And, and still... our product is bad. They're, right. That's their thing, so is their product is suffering. So if you if you would have talked to me last E three about uh-huh. Anthem, it was the talk of the town. It was the bell of the ball. It was it was really really good. It was the destiny killer, as they said. As they said. Now it's looking a little bit more like maybe just more of the same, except third person. Maybe it's right. just a wow, but with better graphics and also like a nineteenth of the content. You know. Right. It's not looking like it's going to save a company that's floundering. Yeah, the question is: do, do you demo. think EA is floundering with all of this? With all the, you know, the Sims. I'm sure they're working on Sims Next Generation, I, I th- whatever. I, th- I think Sims VR, calling it now. Sims VR. Oh, I'm sure. I think they're doing enough revenue right now with their little FIFA crap and their EA Sports stuff. <laughs> Not and sorry, and, and they're, they're selling. They're trying to. They're selling regular stuff that's helping them keep afloat and generate revenue. The problem is 
that's going to start bottoming out when you start announcing. They're going to expect another game, and that goes off hill. It's kind of like a battle royale system. People are going to be spending loot boxes and spending loot money when the game's popular. Right. Um, now that everyone's kind of got their eye on loot boxes, can you get away with still doing that on your next FIFA game? Well, probably not. No, not not as it was. I feel like you can get away from it. Like Duke right. Nukem Forever, I'm mm-hmm. going to throw it back. Duke Nukem Forever could do that. Serious Sam mm-hmm. could do that. They could put out a loot box as a joke. And people would buy it as a joke, mm-hmm. and like it's like a birthday hat or something. That's like, the thing; it's some, some dumb or thing. A dunce cap. It's some dumb, dumb thing, and like you'd wear it with pride. Yeah. The, the Team Fortress would have a loot box, and it would be a stupid hat. Yeah, and you would buy it, and you would wear that hat on top of all your other hats, and people would go, "Oh, you get it. You're funny." Yeah. But the here's the thing. That revenue that they're going, eh, we got that revenue. That will drop off soon, too, because yeah. we're now we're in 2019. So now it's a new year, new Madden. You know the rigmarole. Mm-hmm. Now you got to have Tom Brady or whoever on the freaking cover. Again. Yeah, Tom Brady's the best quarterback that didn't go up against the Saints. <laughs> That's why he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> sorry, not to give whatever. Upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. The most boring Super Bowl. You don't t- tell you. You don't tell me. John Drew Brees wouldn't have just crushed Brady. He would have destroyed. He's the most aggressive offensive quarterback in the league, and I'll fight you on that. Why don't? I, I sorry. Feel like John Dudek's gonna bust through I know. the door any I, second. I'm so like that's just this whole that's another thing I could get really passionate about. But now, do we want them to improve or do we want them to fail part of me i would like to see them improve first i would like for the corporate mentality to go okay we're replacing people we're doing this we're doing that Uh, the reason why i don't say i want them to fail is because xbox was when first xbox one 2015 their attitude was really bad they were like well if you don't like drm go get a 360 or something like that if you don't like the price point of xbox one go get a 360 yeah and it's like well if you don't like drm go get an xbox don't get an xbox in like that attitude and they went okay we are not communicating like we want with customers they replaced the head of xbox the mentality got a whole lot better they right. added they improved drastically and xbox is now just fantastic and it is it is a rival platform to every other platform and, and that's the thing xbox like when i when i you can make a good argument when they first came out xbox was probably not the console to get now four or five years later yeah i could tell you right now probably xbox man they put a lot of effort into it because playstation has never changed that home interface ever since i got it for three or four years playstation maybe 4 we, right playstation oh, okay, 4 okay. they have never changed that dashboard to be more more user friendly i have had it for three or four years now and i still have to go into my phone and look up how to get certain places i have never once did that for my xbox sorry that is laziness. <laughs> that sorry. is that is laziness. Dis- the YouTube's were hard to. I it's hard to go through the YouTube's and it was hard. If to it's look an interface that I have to look up, it's not a good interface. Fair. That is laziness. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That is Sony being lazy disguised as pretentiousness. We makes me angry. We're almost at our Sorry. fifty. No, no, we're almost at our fifty minute mark. Uh, I want to get a thought out there. <laughs> just rage just, today. I, no, I don't no, want to be this person. Like, the I don't Super like Bowl is a lie, and everything is. I don't angry. want to get upset about anything. It's no fun. Like, it, no, no, no it's good. It's person. good. So here, here's my thoughts on on EA failing. Okay, there are some great potentials in EA's failing. Okay, yeah, I, and I, that's I, yes, I am, I am going to. I am just going to wish upon a star. And say, we know that Valve doesn't make games anymore, but they acquire <laughs> studios that do. Right. And if they acquired Bioware, mm-hmm. just imagine what Bioware could accomplish with Valve 
behind as an engine. Wow, yeah. You know, if it no, it's Blizzard. Um, <laughs> wow. Shut up. Uh, no, but I mean, just imagine <laughs> if if it respawn entertainment. There we go. It's terrible high five. If if uh, if. if um, if Respawn Entertainment or, you know, I don't think they'll ever go up to Sims, but if, if they started shedding some of these studios, I want, because I don't want, I don't want the studios to suffer. I don't want the right. production studios underneath EA's leadership to suffer. But just imagine, and, and I say Bioware, I mean, that, that includes Anthem. It's not like I want Anthem to be a bad game because mm-hmm. I, I own Destiny. You can own both. Oh, yeah. You can play both. You know, it's not like I hate Bungie or anything. I wouldn't no, be. No, 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 no. I wouldn't be in gaming without Bungie because of Marathon and Pathways into Darkness on the Mac. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm. I. I think there's room for it for everybody, and I just imagine what these other companies could do with these other studios could do under a different type of leadership and a different type of production company. Right. And that is that is the I think the silver lining because. I don't. I don't appreciate EA's philosophy. I, I know plenty of people that work for EA, um, the local EA office in Baton Rouge. Right, and they they aren't particularly. They don't speak very highly of it. They don't speak. Uh, please don't do a reverse look up on my Facebook friends and figure out who those yeah, people are. Yeah, don't do but that. I mean, you know, the the from what I've heard, and I, I know like half a dozen people that have worked there, interned there, and have left, and and they have told me that it's just not what they thought video game development would be, video game testing would be. Um, and I said, okay, well, is it because you just didn't know what to expect? And they're like, no. I mean, I've gone to PopCap and I've gone to all these other game uh, things. Right. And it's exactly what I thought it would be, and it was just EA. Yeah, so you know, it was like it was like you were crushed under this boot of this overlord sort of company, and um, and I'm sure it's not the only place like that. EA gets a bad rap a lot of the time. I don't want it to fail because I don't want it to impact the the little guys. Like, and I say little guys, I'm including Bioware in that. Right. I don't want it to impact some of the some of the best studios out there. But I also look at the potential of if it did fail, is there a better home for these guys? Could and, they go somewhere else and, and be more productive? And, and, I, and that's and that's the thing I'm kind of muddled between of wanting them to improve and wanting them to fail. I want them to improve because I'm worried about the human cost of them failing. I yeah. don't want people to lose their jobs. I mean, like, we love video games and stuff, but it's hard. It's y'all for, I mean, some people forget to put a human face to these games. These guys make a living doing this. They feed their families with this. This company fails. People lose their job and people's livelihoods will be at stake that's yep. and you should never wish for that i mean yeah it's i well I, you know we're not we're not i don't want to say like we're not evil people like we right. want we want the best for these because i mean right when they succeed like we get really awesome games i mean right and we want them how, to succeed how is it bad to hope for that but some people out there really do think ea is the absolute worst thing in the world and they it's, want everything they touch to turn to dust they're and not the just, worst thing in the world they've never resulted in the death of a human being no no and, I, and, yeah. and also like some of your some of the most uh I don't know. Some of the deepest emotional mm-hmm. connections that I've had in games have come from things that have been under EA's purview, well, under under their jurisdiction. And it doesn't mean that it's their fault that I felt mm-hmm. that way about the game or it's that they're there to blame for that. Mm-hmm. But in some way, they are. They were part yeah. of this big mix, you know. They bought the groceries. They didn't make the soup, but they bought the groceries. Yeah. And that's not nothing. They went to Dollar Mart. You needed to go to Winn-Dixie. Right, but that's still, it's worth something. Right. Now, you if, could do something you know, with they, it. They keep messing up. They keep having problems. If it's bad, for because that's the thing. Um, Jason Schreier wrote uh, wrote a video, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, I think. And in it, he has a chapter about Mass Effect Andromeda because at the time, that was a, right. big, that was a big thing. Uh, I've read it. It's fantastic. Uh, and I recommend it to anybody. I don't agree with them on a ton of things. but, but Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, the name of the Blood, book. Sweat, and Pixels by, uh, by Jason Schreier from Kotaku. He's one of the editors. Uh, Kotaku? I mean, he, yeah, he, I think he's the editor at large at Kotaku. 
Um, but yeah, in it, he uh, there's a chapter about Mass Effect Andromeda and sort of the the trial of of what people at Bioware went through to deal with EA and it's you know everybody hates on Bioware for this botched game one the game wasn't that bad I don't know I played 90 something hours of it and I enjoyed most of it uh, two it did feel unfinished but when you look at all of the all of the things that they had to go through because of EA's decisions oh, yeah. you can really start to have some disdain and, and anger towards EA as a company because they did ruin an otherwise good thing. They, they, they stopped a, a company that, granted it wasn't the same Bioware that made 1, 2, and 3, but they stopped Bioware, I think it was Montreal from, from doing what they wanted to do so many times that arguably like that's what Anthem is trying to do now and everyone's like, yeah, Anthem's so great. Mass Effect Andromeda sucked. You know, it's well, not... Well, when you it, shift it, resources, when it's you start not, pulling it's not pieces a out of the first car point. and put it into the other car... That's the thing. You first know, car's gonna suffer. The, 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 one of the things that EA said was, you're using Frostbite, you're not using Unreal. That's something that EA... It was a bad... Yeah, that was, that was one of That's the big calls. That's a really... They used un- they, 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 they like used that. Unreal for one, two, and three. They were comfortable with Unreal. Also, Unreal is industry standard, uh-huh. and they said no. We're EA, so Dice and Bioware and everybody. Do you use the Frostbite engine? And the Frostbite engine was not designed. It's a first-person shooter engine. It's not designed for third-person movement for, in, in, right. in the world. So they adapted it along with the Anthem team who was using the same Frostbite engine, but the Anthem team had an extra two and a half, three years. Yeah, that, and that's the... Uh, uh, so and and it's, a similar thing, the RE engine that was used for Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 7. Right. Resident Evil 7 came... This is very confused to explain to my mom. Resident Evil 7 came out first. Well, no, Resident Evil 2 came out came first. Came out first in 1998? 2001, The remake like came out after 7. Yes. yes. And they used the same engine for the remake as they did with 7. Right. But they had the time to go, how do you adapt Well, and they probably had person? the people that built the damn thing going, the, here's, how, here's how you change your camera, here's how you deal with all of these things that you don't have to deal with when it's a first-person game, like right. legs. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's the thing. That's, they did that, and they did it well, they had the time. Yeah. So... I guess the metaphor we would like to use before we kind of wrap everything up is kind of like the meteor heading towards Earth. It's an extinction level event. Right? Are we going to the dinosaurs deep impact it, or are we going to Armageddon it, or are we going to just die? And that's the thing: is it going to be the is the Earth is EA by the way? Right. The Earth is EA in this metaphor. The meteor is just Uh, business and and capitalism. Right. Do we send them? Do we send the uh, the Bruce Willis? Well, maybe like Noah's flood. Do we tell? We try to get a certain amount of developers on the boat. Tiny. And then and then hope hopefully uh, you see keep saying tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. That's what they did. The Earth was going to, yeah. The Earth oh, was going to yeah. explode, so they got everybody yeah. off so on the Titan. Get, on the, get, get, I thought you were saying Titanfall again. No, 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 it's <laughs> Titan I was happy that I yeah, finally yeah, got yeah. to say Titan AE, though, because it was a good movie. I don't care what you say. Fight me. Yeah. And then, so do we save who we can save off the boat? And then the, the cleansing flood, so to speak. <laughs> the, the purge. <laughs> the purge and the etch-a-sketch of the world, or so to speak. Or do we try to salvage this? And try to fix what we have now. I, I definitely believe. Um, Should we start from square one and lose something? I, I think the industry provides for people that are loyal to the industry, and I mean we saw that whenever, whenever other game studios have closed dramatically, that um, some some studios were like, we're going to hire people. We are staging. That was that was the one. They the become ind- some become independent. Some become independent by themselves, and out, that's great. And I think I think that's a problem. Is we, you know the Super Meat Boys and the Fezes mm-hmm. and the 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 Braves 
needs of your the overhead's world out there. not that big, so you can do well. That. Yes, but also there's so much competition now in the indie game market that yes. that if you don't have the upstart capital, you know, and Patreon and Kickstarter like two thousand, it's not two thousand ten, two thousand nine anymore. Those are harder to get into mm-hmm. now because so many people do it, and there's so many failures. It's tainting the 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 environment for that. And, but but uh, that's you still awesome. could do it. Hats off to you, all you independent developers out there. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Some oh, yeah, of these I actually, games that these I actually guys know, have come uh, up with. Forsaken Castle by Duckblock Games is being developed right here in Baton Rouge, and uh, the, mm-hmm. the, we have two brothers that are doing it. Uh, I might try to get them on the show or whatever, but it's neat because oh, they're, be they're an independent developer. They go to PAX East all the time, mm-hmm. uh, or PAX South, or whatever PAX is over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they tell me, like, yeah, there's a lot of people there. There are a lot of people trying to do that. So if, they, if, if these companies go independent, they're not tiny, itty-bitty independent. I mean, with Titanfall, they're about to release a Battle Royale version yeah. of Titanfall soon. Fine, fine, whatever. Do, do whatever. But if the, the I believe the industry provides and you're right. going to have you're going to have Valve you're going to have Blizzard or you're going to have someone set up a hiring day and they're going to buy donuts and everybody's going to show up and they're going to say hey I used to work for this company that you know I used to work for Respawn and we can't be Respawn anymore because EA thing right you know and Valve's going to go yeah you know we really like that Titanfall game you worked on you were the sound designer we could use another sound designer that yeah. knows what the heck they're doing great sound designer you know and and that's that's what that's what happens, you know. You you break up good teams, mm-hmm. or you don't. Yeah. You might find that a team just relocates, and that we, you know, we get better games as a result of unfortunately a rough situation, and we may Absolutely. have some casualties. That happens all the time, but. And we don't want to, you know. There, it's uh, real quick. Uh, what I got a prediction. What do you think will happen? Do you think they're going to fail? I don't or think, do you they're, think gonna they're going to fail. I think they're going to recover. I think they're going to fail. I we'll we'll have to see because every because of just the leadership is not changing. Yeah, it would have to change, but it, if it, it doesn't change, it, it's not gonna. If, in order or, for it to prove the leadership would have to change, and I don't see them changing. Leadership. I don't see them improving quality wise. I don't think they're gonna fail. I think they're I going would, to. I think they're gonna. They're gonna triage and recover to a point where they can stabilize. I'm giving them three years, three to five years. Um, oh, okay. I thought frame. you meant fairly immediately, but. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I, well, it takes about three years for something like this to happen. I think in about two years we'll start seeing selling of studios. The third year, I think, we'll start seeing the big bleh, so to speak. We'll see. Hopefully we'll still be around. Um, thanks for hanging so out with us. We are out of time. exppoints.com is our website. I've been MG. I'm Dustin. We're going to leave you with one song until uh, next Wednesday when you can check us out. Or this upcoming Monday, mm-hmm. 7 to 9. Uh, watch our Facebook because we'll be posting everything there. Yeah, that might be the finale of Resident Evil, by the way. So That's fine. That's fine. We can, yeah. get, to, we can get to Half-Life Decay, which yeah, is going to be Yeah, Half-Life Decay. And then my other weird Dreamcast game. Uh, pin, pin oh, yeah, that's right. I'm bringing it. It's weird, man. you got to see this. Game. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to end with We Like Sports by Lonely <laughs> Island. Uh, this has been the Experience Points radio show exclusively, well, at least live. At yeah, least. not so much exclusive anymore. Now On Southeastern Zone. 90.9 KSLU. <laughs> No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. I'm shooting hoopball. Now toss me the big skin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. <laughs>